Natty Sean, light, baby. Here's the thing, though, Sean. How many bush lights when I had bush lights here did you actually drink? It I feel doesn't like you drank matter. None. I drank them in college. You heard, John? That's all my but it buddies like drank, that he and I drank hated that, it. And you drank Natty. Still. All my buddies. Here? No, I didn't drink Natty. That's what, they didn't have Natty in college. I what? ever like. What are you? T- what college did you go to? Because that's all that we had. They did it, dude. OSU. All my hmm. buddies were country ass fucking. So kids. they went Bushlight. So everyone drank Bushlight. Yeah. So I wasn't gonna go out and buy a case of Natty for myself when I went right. to all these. <laughs> so I, mean, I was, it's not always, like it was gonna break the bank yeah, or anything. I was always drinking Bushlight, and I hated it. Episode 5 of the Columbus Uncut Podcast. Caleb and I bring you the current events, sports, beer, guests, and all things Columbus, Ohio, unfiltered and uncut. So this week, we've got the OG crew with myself, Sean, Caleb, my co-host, and our sound guy, Luke, here this week. So uh, let's get it started, gents. Let's do it. How about it? Stoked. Just getting into the Cats game, huh? Yeah, I got sucked in right there with that turnover. It's hard not to. Right. I mean, 15-3, and and they are uh, smacking Buffalo right now. I love to see it. Rolling. All right, so before we get into the episode, we'd like to give our normal spiel, because it seems to be working. Follow us on social media. We have a Twitter, Instagram, Discord, Teespring, and Linktree. You can find our Twitter and Instagram at Columbus underscore uncut. You can get to our Discord from our Linktree, which will be linked in the show notes. And you can also go to our Teespring where we have merch available, such as pint glasses, hoodies, uh, crew necks, t-shirts. And if you're feeling bold, you can get a jersey on there. So check it all out. If you have any trouble, just go to our show notes, click on the Linktree app, and all of the links will be there. As we get into this episode, we're going into we're going to have our pretty pretty usual episode lineup here. We have our beer segment segment where we will be reviewing Clag Queen Bui Bui Bui. Uh, our food segment where we had Smash Brothers sliders this week. Um, a quick sports segment. We'll talk some some sports happenings. And then we're going to go into the main meat of the episode, which is a domestic beer tier list that we're going to put together this week. We got a lot of great input on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. So we're going to go through all the domestic beers that are on the list anyway and rate them in different tiers. So without further ado, let's hear from Caleb on the uh, beer segment. I do just want to say before I have Luke hit me with some jazz before the beer segment uh, that tonight or tomorrow, whenever we put up our Instagram and Twitter post, uh, our Columbus Uncut glass will be in the picture. So if you guys are interested in buying that, you'll actually get a firsthand look 
at what it looks like because uh, Sean and I came in and uh, we poured up our beer tonight in that. And uh, so looking forward to showing that to you guys. Right. So, yeah, and mine will be here next get, week. Right, yeah, Luke's <laughs> is on, on the way. Yeah. And you can get free shipping with the discount code uncut. So save yourself some money. How about um, it? Yeah. All right. Heavy with some jazz. Love it. Okay. <laughs> Today in the beer segment, we are drinking Clag Queen Bui. At, Bui. Least, Bui. at least that's how I think it's going to be pronounced. Uh, I honestly don't know how to pronounce it, so that's our best guess. Uh, it is a 9.5% triple IPA. Uh, honestly, I don't know if I've had very many triples in my lifetime. I don't know if you guys have had very many triples. Doesn't taste like a triple. Pretty smooth, if you ask me. Um, but one thing that I thought was pretty interesting about the beer, uh, in our Somewhere in Particular episode, we kind of got into the hop science and like all the different hops that are used. Uh, so uh, when I was looking up this beer, it is made with mosaic hops. Classic. Right? Pretty much used in every beer, it seems like. Sabro hops. I'd never heard of that one. Like the pizza place? I think that's Sabaro oh. or Sparrow, <laughs> but good try. And uh, finally, Rawaka. Yeah, Rawaka hops. You going to throw in a Rwanda in there or something? Yeah, I was okay. say, what are you going to say about Rawaka hops? I was still laughing at my first joke. <laughs> well, then. Okay, so yeah, Mosaic, Sabro, and Rawaka hops. Never heard of Sabro, Sabaro, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, <laughs> or Rawaka hops. Um, Those are the favorite hops of the Disturbed. Right. The band Disturbed. <laughs> right? You forgot the K, though. <laughs> That's much better. Oh, my God. After Sean just absolutely pissed on my idea of having a scream song <laughs> at the beginning, he wants that. Okay, anyway. Um there was no IBU listed on this beer either. I was actually kind of interested if there was because uh, we now that we it. now that we know what IBU is with the bitterness and everything, it would be interesting to kind of you know compare and contrast some of the things we've had. But uh, no IBU listed for this, so can't Probably really about a uh, six. A six IBU. <laughs> Do we know that for a fact or just? From my that's seasoned palate. Your that's, obscure yeah. facts. Okay. I get that. Um, and actually, uh, so I've been to this brewery before. It's in Sandusky, Ohio, uh, connected to Small City Tap House uh, in downtown Sandusky. I've been in there a few times to deliver beer to Small City Tap House. Uh, you know, never really checked out the stuff. Uh, but tonight... Uh, we didn't have any beer uh, to review, so Sean and I went to the Ohio Tap Room real quick because I was like, you know, they have a huge selection. Get a growler to kind of check out what's going on. And sure enough, the seventh one on the board at the Ohio Tap Room was Clag, and I was like, okay, I have to, I have to try it. Like, I I don't know if I'll ever get another chance, but this is gonna be my my opportunity. So picked up a sixty four ounce growler. There, so uh, that'll get 
basically the three of us two beers each, which we probably don't need any more than two of this 9.5 percenter because we all know where that will head. Um, but I thought it super good deal for this growler, though. 33 bucks for 64 ounces. And it's, like I said, 9.5%, which is a super deal. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, some facts about the brewery, uh, kind of like I stated before. Located in downtown Sandusky, Ohio, uh, directly next to Small City Tap House. Uh, owned by the same person. Uh, the owner's name is Kabwe. So I have a feeling that the we in the beers uh, has to do with maybe this one's called Queen Bui, you know. Is it so the same, spelled the same way? It is spelled the same way. So Kabui. Th- maybe this is <laughs> the kind of beer that his wife likes. There's also another one that they sell called King Bui. So I think I, I'm just gonna guess that it's his favorite and her favorite. Maybe I don't know. Um, but pretty uh, swell. Kwabwi or Kabwi, the owner, uh, his goal is he wants to make Sandusky great again. So I my kind of guy. I thought hey. that was uh, pretty interesting, uh, and he has a goal to make the best beers available uh, right at Clag Brewing. Uh, their head brewer, his name is Kevin Kowalski. 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 He has 10 years experience in brewing and a uh, big time drive for perfection. So um, after tasting this beer, I, I can understand that I, I'm not getting too many like things where I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know about this. It kind of has this little bit of bitterness, all this kind of diff- like because I don't like that kind of stuff. Mm. But I, it feels like a really well put together beer. And I don't think they've actually been open for very long because, like I said, I've been delivering there uh, at Small City for about mm, seven months or so, and like they were just bringing in fermenters and all this stuff, like you know, just before winter. So I don't think it's even been around for very long. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, that is uh, the facts about this beer. If you guys uh, happen to ever find this out, looks like it's sold at a uh, quite a few stores uh, up in that Sandusky, Fremont ish area port clinton pc you know the golden lands yeah that's where you can find a lot of the good <laughs> stuff and obviously ohio taproom so they're making their way uh down to the the central areas um i guess now we can go into kind of what you guys feel like you're tasting uh in this beer luke you want to give us a a feeling for what you're tasting here yeah absolutely uh first of all i didn't even know it was it doesn't taste like an ipa like a standard double ipa it's very smooth triple um, ipa i know it's a it, it is a triple so maybe that i don't know if that has anything to do with it um but it's it's smooth it is uh it doesn't have that bitter aftertaste uh that normal ipas have um i i love it i could it does not taste like nine percent i could drink this i could poundability high for me it's a little dangerous, <laughs> it's dangerous yeah, absolutely for sure sean are we doing poundability? No, this is just oh. taste right I now. I just okay. threw that out. Yeah. So just taste. So smells. Smells. Uh, you can smell the hops like hoppy IPA, but it's not as potent as you'd think a triple IPA would be. Um, so when you smell it, I can smell the IPA. But like Luke said, when you taste it, I don't, I don't taste the heavy 
IPA. Um, man, this is this is where I wish like we could almost have Jimmy. <laughs> I know. I know. We, need this, we need him for the science yeah. aspect. Just for him to kind of explain to us, because I mean, I don't know if I've ever had knowingly had a triple, um, but as far as taste, it's kind of citrusy or fruity to me. Um, you don't get the heavy hops on the front or back end, but you get a, to me, a fruity kind of orange zesty taste behind After it. Aftertaste, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it, in the dr- drink description or beer description, there's any fruit in it. it no, it did not say anything right. about that. But the mosaic classic hop, right? Um, pretty used to having those. We have them a lot now. Um, smooth very smooth for a nine and a half percenter uh and for an ipa so overall really good um don't want to ramble on because i don't know i'm not a jimmy i can't talk about all this stuff but also just looking at it kind of has a hazy look right like a can't see all the way through it yeah Yeah. right so overall i think it's really good like it a lot i like the citrus aspect of it um and like how smooth it is and like that it's not very hoppy uh for it being a triple ipa yeah and uh i will say the biggest thing for me as far as taste i do get that citrusy vibe that you're talking about um it's it's faint though you know it's not like overpowering or anything the biggest thing for me on this taste is you know i'm used to ipas where like as soon as you finish the sip, you know, after you've swallowed it, then you get that real bitter kind of aftertaste in it. And I I just have never really liked that. I think that's why I'm a bigger fan of, like, the lagers, the pale ales, the Kolsch's, because you don't really get that bite afterward. So, especially with this being a triple, I expected there to be, like, quite a big bite on this. But there's almost – I almost get the bite at the beginning. Right. Like, right when I take that first drink, yeah. I get it tiny bit of a bite and then after i swallow i'm like okay this isn't a triple this is like you know a lager or a, a regular type that's beer. what that's, i thought initially right so i think that's you know kind of a cool taste profile for me uh and kind of the biggest thing i'm taking taste wise out of this is that for a triple that non-bitterness you know, aftertaste. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I really you're like. waiting for it too. I know. Like I'm. You. I'm. Every time I take a drink, I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, uh, is it gonna happen? And then <laughs> nothing. It's it's literally just that little bit at the beginning. In the beginning, it's not even a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't you, say it's even as much as like a normal IPA, right? Like, no, I feel like yeah. uh, when we had uh, Deflate Gate, which is was that hazy, I got more bitterness on the end of that than I did from this. Right. Which, n- that's not a bad thing. But, like, this is a triple. That was just a hazy. Yeah, I'd agree. The hops hit you on the front end. Yeah. And then you get that kind of hint of, of citrus, citrusy taste. Um, and then it doesn't, the none of it lingers. Yeah. Which, I th- at the end of the day, makes it all as smooth as it is for a 9.5%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And that's, that's, I awesome part about this beer and for me you know thinking that this beer is you know fairly new you know for them to already put out quality stuff like this because this seems like a real quality beer that's yeah, that's incredible. exciting stuff well, i'm yeah. telling you nothing of 
bad quality comes out of out of Sandusky, Sandusky Ohio. I Callahan mean, Auto Parts, baby. quality Orlando, auto parts. Orlando Pace, mm-hmm. arguably the greatest offensive lineman mm-hmm. of all time. Cedar Point, America's Rock and Roller Coast. Uh, the the ferry service, the Jet Express, Jet Express. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything and everything you can imagine is the in Sandusky, Sandusky Mall. Ohio. Yeah, top notch, legendary stuff. Yep. Okay, so we kind of got out what we're tasting there. Now we go into poundability. And I think this is going to be interesting because for such a high percentage alcohol, I almost want to like wait to do the poundability towards the end of the episode or well, after we've had two each to see like if we really <laughs> think sense. it's as yeah. Yeah, if we really think it's as poundable as we're about to think. Um, so an initial poundability and then an end of episode poundability. <laughs> I think we should attempt, yeah, to do that. So let's get an initial poundability after this first glass is almost gone for all of us, and then we'll get a a later on poundability to see if anybody changes. So Luke, give us your uh, poundability for this beer. Well, you guys are way more strict than I am for for rating things, but I'm gonna go as as IPAs, dude. I'm hitting a ten. I'm hitting a 10. I'm throwing it out there wow. for me. Well, and I, I don't know that we're strict. So I you're think drinking we don't 10 even, of these. I think we just don't even actually know what the scale is. We kind of make <laughs> it up every single time. Yeah, it's but a, it's I'm a hypothetical it, yeah. situation. I'm taking it as you think you could drink 10 of these. I, I wouldn't get through 10. No, I would I would be I'd be gonzo by probably four to five. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's say tonight poundability is based on how many of these beers you could drink in an evening. Okay, okay. When you have to get up for brunch the next day. Ooh. Yeah. You have to tough. conduct a meeting oh, man. the next morning. Oh, man. A meeting? That takes the poundability <laughs> down. <laughs> You're right. That takes it down. Brunch. You got yeah. to make Let's your do way brunch. to brunch. Let's okay. do brunch. Well, but yeah, okay. You can just start drinking again. I'm going to say. Though. Yeah, but you have to make it there. Well, someone else can drive you. <laughs> I mean, well, there's no one to drive you. And Uber doesn't exist in oh. or Lyft. Can I walk? No. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, Luke, go ahead. I'll do a six-pack. Six-pack. If they make a six-pack of this, I could do a six-pack, and I would probably be struggling on that six beer, but I could I could get a six-pack and game with the boys with this stuff. Are Struggle- we talking six tall boys or six 12-ouncers? Well, uh, hmm, I don't know. That's a... And are we talking struggling to talk, struggling to stand, or struggling to just finish because of fullness? A little bit of finishing fullness, because okay. I don't. I mean, it probably has some some heft to it after right, six, right? Uh, and I'd be slurring my words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the leg this game. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, so six of them. Yeah, six or six. Okay, six, and then you're playing a ranked match of Halo. <laughs> How well are you? What's your KD? KD. Oh. Point three five. <laughs> high. That's high. Which is yeah. ten. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be Ethereum sixteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My rank. poundability. Uh it's it's pretty high for I guess as high as the percentages. I wanna say a sixer. Six twelves or six sixteens? I'm going six sixteens. Oh, so but I think I'm struggling the last two. But because I'm stubborn and I don't want to leave two of one beer in my fridge, I'm going to finish them off. 
Okay. So, mm-hmm. and the next morning, so I'm definitely waking up with a headache, and that, it's rough, but I'm making it to brunch. That's the, 96 ounces. Yes. I'd be curious to see what the headache brings, because I don't think it would bring... I'm gonna tell yeah, you that's, the, that's the tough part, is... You know, the only way to find out is to <laughs> test the water. Hey. Drinking enough Which, IPAs in my day to know the headache's still going to be there. Fair right? enough. It's still going to be just utter misery. Yeah. Okay, so six and six for both of you. But Luke said, what, six twelves? Or did you say six sixteens? I didn't really give an answer, but I'll go with twelve. Okay, so six twelves, six sixteens. I'm going to go based on growler size since we did buy a growler for this. <laughs> I got a 64-ounce growler for us. I don't think I could finish all 64 ounces, which is less than six sixteenths. I'm going to say I could probably do three-quarters of this bottle, so let's go with 50 ounces worth. See, that looks way more intimidating than six sixteenths mm-hmm. does to me, even mm-hmm. though it's less. Right. I don't know why. That That's the thing, though. Like after, pour, I mean, I just lifted that up a minute ago. It still feels super heavy. Oh, sheesh. So, I mean, we could get two and a half each out of this. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't think I could do all 64 ounces by myself. Definitely wouldn't be able to do an activity. Okay, I'm, I'm changing mine to five sixteenths. Five sixteenths? Yeah. I'm not making it through the last one. There's yeah, no well, one. and it's crazy that you would do five of these and then you could do six deflate gates, which is only like, I thought it was nine less. deflate gates. I it was, was nine deflate. Was it nine? Oh, I believe yeah. it was. <laughs> that was a... Don't, don't knock my, I still can't wait. To see, I still can't wait to see oh, that. Dude, the Wendell happen. deflate gate challenge. That's 2022. Right. Let's go. Okay. So poundability out of the way. Let's get our Buckeye leaf rating uh, up next here. So Luke one to 10, how you feeling? I'm going to go with a uh, 9.3. Wow. Quite high. Pretty Quite high. high. Is Quite that your high. highest one yet, I think? Huh? I think 9.25 was my highest. And I we'll just have to take a, take a look back in the uh, old episodes mm-hmm. here. And, and 9.3. As an IPA man, it does not taste like an IPA. And for right. that, it gets a high rating, along with the poundability. Yep. Wow. I like it. Eight banger for me. Ooh. Just a straight eight. Eight banger. Wow. Straight eight banger. Solid, like it. Yeah, good taste. Um, smooth. I pretty much say that in every one. Yeah. But if a beer's smooth, I like it. So mm-hmm. you know, if Sean ever can't make it, we could always pretend that he's here because we could just cut out this segment and just <laughs> re-add it to every beer, and then just be like, "Hey, Sean, can you just say Clag Queen Boy?" <laughs> and then they'll instantly know. Like, all right, it's this. <laughs> um, sorry, that was kind of mean, but I just felt like the right time to jump in to say something funny that's um, all right i'm gonna go eight point six wow i really like this beer a lot i think we're getting pretty lenient on our uh ratings here or we're just drinking too many good beers <clears throat> in a row yeah i'm gonna talk to Cobwee uh when i see him next and i'm gonna say hey dude i reviewed your beer delicious shoot him a dm yeah let's Maybe make a trip up to Clag. Clag. Yep. And right across from Callahan's, in between Callahan's and Cedar yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. See if we can get Cobb Lee on and take a tour. Maybe try some of their other beers. They, According to their website, they got a ton of beers. Wow. And uh, thought. the inside of the brewery is pretty cool. They got a ping pong table. They got a projector oh, set up. Sold. And Game on. Small City Tap House, 
the restaurant that it's connected to is a like Chinese fusion restaurant. Is it in downtown Sandusky? Downtown. Yeah. Downtown Sandusky's up and coming, man. I feel they've like gotten it's some, popping. Yeah, yeah, they've gotten some good places. I've gone there with a couple of places now with my parents and like growing up in the area, Sandusky like was a garbage town. Right. Still is for the most part. <laughs> it's like the Michigan of Ohio. It's a very interesting like when you hit some of the towns like right around downtown you're like mm, huh yeah interesting Sheesh. place here but then you get downtown and you're like wow okay this is up and coming this the buildings yeah. a lot of people i feel like are taking the buildings and like you know revamping them they're they're definitely old old buildings but they're making them into something brand new it's probably going to bring quite a few i my guess is they're trying to lure the crowd that's just getting ready to get on the jet express to like hang out around before you get on the bus or the the bus the well, water yeah, bus that, and you got Cedar <laughs> yeah. Point right there too right so like all of us Ohio folk like Cedar Point can be a day trip but do people do come from all over the country to go to Cedar Point and they stay in all the hotels around there so it yeah, gives them right, somewhere right. else to go that you're not pl- not paying the Cedar Point prices for for meals so right yeah and I. I mean, I don't know anything about the food or anything, but my brother-in-law has been to small city tap house before, and he said it is delicious. It is. And from looking at the pictures, it looks phenomenal. Yeah. Mm. You've you've been there, Sean, to eat? Yep. Me and my dad went there. Um, I actually had sushi. Yeah. The sushi, yeah. The, a lot of the pictures are of that, and it looks yeah. bomb. And we've talked about my sushi taste, and I really enjoyed it. Really okay. good place. Yep. So got to put that on the list. That's on the list of places to visit, especially... Now that clag is connected, make it a uh, we'll make it a little spring summertime. Uh, yeah, love that. Hit up. I'm, I'm roller all coasters that. too. <laughs> now, normally we have a can to rate or a bottle. Don't have that, um, so I think we should just take a quick, you know, thirty second segment here and just talk quickly about uh, since we got this from the Ohio Tap Room. Yeah. Uh, what what we kind of saw from that i know luke you probably haven't have you been to the ohio tap room before i have not nope. okay so sean why don't you give a little overview of kind of what we experienced in there i've been in there multiple times this was sean's first time so i want to hear what his thoughts are on the on the place yeah so ohio tap room in grandview um we actually ended up it worked out because as you'll hear in our food segment where we got our food from smash brothers burger sliders uh they have a pop-up there at the Ohio Tap Room. So we ordered our food and then went in and got our growlers. So uh, unique location. Um, If you've ever been to Grandview, there's places, there's all kinds of different places all over the place, kind of a happening spot for the young professional crowd. And it's a very small, (laughs) very small location. Like... I think it can, like, literally there was probably 20 people yeah. in there. I mean, I don't know if, like, the whole building is as big as this basement is, honestly. Literally, yeah, like, and it, there was 20 people in there. was packed. Yeah. So, uh, very, very small, very tight. But what I really liked is the beer selection is huge. Like, behind the bar, they got the chalkboard like you'd see really at, any, at most tap rooms where they change the, the beers that they're offering. But, I mean probably what 30 or so beers yeah i think there was 25 or so something like that um up there from all over ohio which is 
awesome because I like to learn about Ohio breweries and there's places you've never even heard of. I'm literally from up north and I've never heard of Clag eaten at, you know, the place where Clag is and never heard of it. So all kinds of Ohio breweries and beers offered. I saw stuff from Saucy, saw stuff from, what was the one you were pointing out to me? Uh, oh, uh, it was called uh, Rebel Metal Steuben Tiger. Yeah. Which Rebel Metal stuff looks delicious. I think they're out of Cincinnati. I've never had it, but I was telling Sean, I'm like, oh, I've heard of that one. And like, it's, it's pretty popular. Like I see it everywhere and uh i almost went with that one but then i was like clag i've been there i gotta do it so yeah all kinds of of stuff very tight quarters for a friday night caleb says that if you go there during the week it's not as busy um but really uh really cool place and you you can get uh growlers uh 64 and 32 ounce growlers I think the 64-ounce growler is $6, and I don't remember. I think the 32, what, was maybe like $4 or $3. Yeah, so, and then you just pay for the beer to fill it. So, um, really, really reasonable prices. Uh, Just overall, great place. I will say lacking in parking, as with most places in Grandview. Um, So, if you're live in Grandview walk for sure. And if you're going down there, then plan to walk once you find a parking spot. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like it because of the, like the tight knit atmosphere in there. Like you go in there and you're, there's like 20 people, you know what I mean? And that was Friday night. It's super busy. You know, a lot of those people were probably, uh, in there to grab a growl or something too, just like we were. Cause there was a little bit of a line as we were walking in. But, I mean, there was, like, 15 people just sitting around having a beer, hanging out, and, like, it made it feel super full. And I think that's a cool atmosphere rather than, like, because I'm not really worried about being around a bunch of people. It doesn't bother me either way. But, like, going to Yogi's, you know, or whatever, there's 100 people in there. And it's cool, but whatever. I'd rather be in a small, like, tight-knit area with, like, 15 people that you can, like kind of interact i feel like that's the place you go and you could probably interact with every single person if you really wanted to and i think that's super cool and like i told sean during the week you could be one of three people in there oh wow like i don't think like they had all their bar seating out tonight because obviously they have to make room for the people coming in to get um growlers and whatnot yeah like to go um but normally they have it completely all the way around and the bar probably can seat 10 people and then there's room for you know 10 others throughout the rest of the place so it's it's much more fun during the week when you can actually sit down and enjoy a beer and have a good time um but this was my first time on a friday so now i know it's it's quite a popping place on a friday yeah i'd say like the crowd that was there tonight is probably not like I'm not hanging out in that kind. It's just too. I like uh, I like people and I like meeting people and I like talking to people. But when you have to literally like suck your gut in to get around, yeah, that's that's too much. For I me. missed that. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, that's the beer segment. So thanks to Ohio Tap Room and Clag for uh, supplying us with this delicious greatness that we got to enjoy tonight. 
and we hope that uh, Clag can continue to make Sandusky great again. Yep. All yes, right. So moving on into our food segment. So as I said in this past segment, we had Smash Brothers sliders this week from uh, where they have a pop-up at the Ohio Tap Room. So the Ohio Tap Room is at 1291 West 3rd Avenue in Columbus, so down in Grandview. And really what Smash Brothers Sliders is, and I'll go into what they describe themselves as, but they have like a little pop-up food truck. Um, They have Smash Sliders or Smash Burgers that are in the slider form. Uh, And they offer tots and falafels as well. Uh, And they have a food truck, but it's not the food truck kind of atmosphere or scene that you're used to where you walk up there's a menu you order from it they make it you wait and then it's ready you take it and eat no it's a really a just an online delivery experience is what they're going for they're trying to just ease the the uh flow of the of the food from your order to basically you eating it right so as far as facts so it's it's three brothers right you got andy who's the chef who i believe caleb knows and you got sam who is labeled as the creator on their website um from what i've gathered from their podcast that they did with our buddies at the meat bucket meat bucket and nick is basically sam's the business the business mind behind it all kind of running operations and then dj their brother is the craftsman so he helps with Really, the repairs, the equipment, he kind of crafted the whole, um, he's built a uh, food truck before, so he helped him with that and, and did that. So, really, three brothers behind it, and their, basically, their motto at Smash Brothers is that, that it's smashed, sealed, and delivered. So, kind of like the old song, signed, sealed, delivered. That's a great slogan. Right? Um, so, their goal is to provide a better takeout and delivery food experience they say they're not just a restaurant that put their menu online, but they're designed for delivery from their ordering experience to their ingredients and menu items to our premium pal- to their premium packaging built for takeaway. So um, overall, it's built it's it's online ordering that's built for delivery, um, food selection. Uh, so you can get sliders. So they have a classic slider which is has its own sauce and then an angry slider that has a it's a spicier version um and then they also offer falafel a falafel and their side is tots not fries so you can get garlic tots normal tots i can't remember if they have any other flavors online Um, i just saw garlic only plus the regular yeah so alcohol none but they're right there with ohio tap room so you can Head inside, get a beer from there. Speed of service, I mean, I would just rate it as a 10 because you're not ordering and waiting there. You're ordering ahead of time built just based off of the dynamics of how their business is built. So you're ordering online and picking it up there. Um, price expectations. So we got a 10 slider and tots box. So it was split half and half, five angry, five uh, classic. And it was around fifty-two to sixty bucks with tip, I think. So basically, you're looking at six bucks 
a slider, maybe five bucks a slider, and then whatever the rest is for the tots. So yeah, I think I mean they had a an option where you could get like a two sliders and tots or a three sliders and tots deal, which is definitely more for like the one person type thing. And I think that was only about like eleven to fifteen bucks somewhere in there. So I think it's even cheaper. But the the thing we got that was fifty two bucks. It said it fed three to four people, and it honestly did. Yeah, I mean, we were all worried when, <laughs> when I know we, we got were like, the box. When are we gonna have to go to Taco Bell because we're still gonna Sad. be hungry? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're looking at it, not knowing if it would be enough, and four of us ate it. And believe me, I'm a person who needs to eat a lot and uh, to survive. I, yeah, I was after after eating it i was like you know what i feel pretty good ready to go smack some beers and record a soda yeah i i feel like after having that we had what three sliders each three and a half something like that and the ladies had i believe yeah two was it two and a half or three no you had three did i yeah boss count i had three as well i feel like for me as a single person going into the place like I would get the three slider and tot combo, and it would be plenty. Mm-hmm. So that's a good judge for like one person. Well, a two hundred pound male, three sliders and tots is probably uh, the right amount. What I absolutely loved about this place was the quality of the sandwich was ridiculous. Like you could, it tasted so good and it wasn't like soggy. The bun was like perfectly crisp, you know, around it. it, They did an awesome job for it being a slider. You know, you expect it to be kind of like fall apart and like kind of sloppy or whatever. Yeah. It was not that at all. Two for me, like they said, the premium packaging, I thought that was a sweet way to take it to get like they had it perfectly packed up with five sliders on each side, and then they just filled up the middle with tater tots. Hmm. And those tater tots kind of held the sandwiches, you know, up against the walls. But, I mean, it was a a nice box that had, like, a fold-open top and stuff. Like, it was really, really cool. Um, they so put I, some thought into it. They really yeah. did. And the box was not, like, just a cheap box that said, like, Smash Brothers sliders. Like, it had a whole bunch of stuff on it uh, talking about their business, how the – the sliders actually built like what they put on it and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was super cool. And thirdly, what I thought was awesome was the fact that you can literally just order it, you know, like over the phone, uh, not by calling, but by just like going through their website or whatever. And you could, I mean, we ordered it yesterday so we could make sure that we got it tonight and they're only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, are they even open Sunday? I forget. Or is it just Thursday, Friday, no, I Saturday? I think it's just Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So we were like, well, well, you know, they had, we wanted to go there last year, but they ran out of meat at one point. So they just like closed down for the year because they didn't have any more stuff. So we were like, maybe they could just run out on a given night. So we should probably pre-order ahead, hoping like we'd get the best shot. But I thought that was super cool that you could just order it like that. I mean, we... Literally, they opened the door to the food truck, and we said, oh, Sean, pick up for Sean. And they're like, okay, yep, right here. And the guy just pulls it out. Here you go. No All, I mean, it was awesome. I loved it. The taste was good. Definitely a place I will be hitting more. That's a fact. 
Yeah, I mean, the one thing I really liked, and the girls point the pointed this out, is it's really good, but also like they're not using authentic or not authentic is the wrong word. They're not using like super high priced like uh, non GMO organic like meats and cheeses that are farm grown grass fed like no yeah. it's uh just like and they, he even says this when he on the podcast with the meat bucket like they just use a national distributor for the meat i think the crap the cheese is like craft singles yeah <laughs> like hey keep it simple and, yeah and, and i go. think that can that's the best like that's that goes to show you that it doesn't take like you know that grass-fed stuff to make a good product you know if you know how to do it right probably i mean they probably do a great job with seasonings and stuff because yeah. I mean, the flavor was great and everything um i feel like that plays a huge part in it and especially i mean to me the bun was the best part i've never had a slider bun like that in my life it was awesome i've never had a slider in my life so you never got the applebee's sliders, i feel like that's bro? a lie no Oh man, I don't see a slider. Just isn't intriguing to me because I'm a person. Never had one. Like no one's ever just said, "Hey, have a slider." No, I'm about quantity over quality. So I'm just, I look at a slider. I'm like, why wouldn't I just get a real burger? Because you can get multiple burgers if you get sliders. Then it's just more work. I mean, I love sliders. It's more trips. Yeah. Uh, from you know my mouth to the plate. Like, <laughs> have you ever had Arby's sliders? No. Well, you've said you've never had a slider, so that's yeah, okay. uh, that's a given. If you would have said yeah, I would have said, look, you had a slider. Nope. Guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Point proven. Yep, you were right. So, anyway, uh, overall, great place. EatSmashBros.com is their website, so you can go on there. You can see their menu. You can order online. Um, like Caleb said, you can order days ahead, so they'll have it ready, man. They they they're definitely honing their systems, getting getting everything in line, and would definitely recommend them. I would definitely get it again. So loved it. Um, trying not to say absolutely and definitely as many times as I normally do, but I think I just did. So hey, however, okay. I'm consciously calling myself out on it. So <laughs> that's that's the first step to making it better. That's right. Step one. Now, I do want to say, I'm not sure, though, that like on a Tuesday, you could order for Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. So I don't know. That yeah, when did you guys fact, place the order? We placed it yesterday, which they were open on Thursday. Well, okay. when I went in to order so, it, like I could have ordered for that night, which was Thursday. Right. Friday, sat or sat, like it was days out. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I wonder if it's. Might be only for the week. Yeah. Right. When they're open. Like they open on Thursday, so you can on Thursday you can order for Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. But like on a Monday, couldn't you place an order for a Thursday? I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. So I don't want anyone to think that that's a possibility because we don't know. But for sure, if you try to order on a Thursday for a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, that is possible. So I just wanted to put that out there before yeah. we get away from that. And if <laughs> you have any questions, just go to their website, figure yep. it out. Facts. Google's a thing. Yep. All right. So next week's restaurant. I think we've pretty much come to a consensus after strong deliberation that uh, mm-hmm. we're going to Tippy Top. Yes. Old Tippy Top. Tip Top. Tip Top. 
on Gay Street in Gay downtown. Street. Excited to it's my wife's favorite restaurant. So uh I've had it a couple times. Sean unknowingly had it one time. Yep. So uh excited to get back there and think about it from a food critic's perspective because that's what I think we are now. Oh yeah. I mean <clears throat> I think we've graduated to the food the critic foodie. level. I really feel like we're food critics and beer critics now. Uh more so than before. Our our uh, word holds weight. Yeah. I mean the <laughs> amount of times that I go out in public and people just ask me for my opinion on food. It's I mean, it's almost unbearable at this point. It's getting to the point where I can't even step into public without someone asking for a picture. Yeah. It's unreal. (laughs) I know. This is the price of fame, though. I I I had to get a new email address. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's tough out here. It is. (laughs) So. (laughs) Our our only fan, John. Yeah. Listening to this probably cracking (laughs) up right now. (laughs) So, tip top. Down on Gay Street, Monday night, uh, Caleb and his family are hitting the Blue Jackets game. Yep. Right after Charlotte's very first uh, hockey game. Uh, She's actually only been to one other sporting event in her life, and that was an Ohio State basketball game. Okay. Uh, She was super young, though. She just wanted to see Brutus. So the basketball game meant absolutely nothing. Um, But now she's almost five, I feel like. Seeing a hockey game or seeing a sport in general might be a little bit more exciting for her. So excited to uh, yeah. Hopefully there's a fight. Well, I don't need her taking that to preschool or kindergarten hey, or you know. Sometimes you got to be the dog. Well, yeah, she's gonna learn, you know. But I don't want her to learn from a hockey game. You know that something they were talking about on the radio about hockey the other day. What's that? Is this going to be an obscure fact? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it is. No, like, no, look it's at that, not. Look at that shitty yeah, grin right. No, it, it was. Smiled, I went, I, <laughs> it's about hockey and fighting. Okay. Like you see hockey fights on TV and everything, and you kind of just forget the whole fact that they're literally on ice. Like, just think about. Yeah, you're right. Well, that I have heard uh, that. Most hockey players, especially ones that play in the NHL, they can almost skate better than they can walk. Which, I mean, we're all adults. Walking's pretty damn easy. All right, that's but how like, they lose think, all them damn teeth. Skate. It ain't from skating. Yeah. They're walking into skating doors. Skating is like walking for them. Like they strap them up, and like I mean, I'm sure each of us have tried to skate backwards in our lifetime. And how did that look? Like pretty great, honestly. I mean, oh, dear I got to my own horn. Or anything, yeah, I, I mean. It, it's not that easy. I mean, just throwing that out there. Why aren't you playing in the NHL then, bud? Well, I mean, I was I more of the male Michelle Kwan back in my day, so it was. I the what? NHL wasn't an option, and honestly, I didn't like the way I looked in a leotard. So, well, the, I mean, most men in figure skating don't wear leotards now. <laughs> you wear. Just well, that's because there ain't many men in figure skating right now. Watch the Olympics in seven days. Wait. Name one. Michelle Kwan's brother. (laughs) Michael? Michael Kwan. Michael Kwan. Sean Kwan. (laughs) John Kwan, whatever, you know? Bill Kwan. Just wait. But, yeah, in seven days when the Olympics are on, I guarantee you, when you watch couples figure skating. The guy's wearing a leotard, He's not wearing... A leotard has frills and stuff. No, it does not. Yes, this is a skin-tight suit. 
that AKA looks like if you hit the ice, you would bleed out. That's what it looks like. How do they insulate those things, honestly? I don't think they do. There's no reason to insulate it. You're out on the ice. You just got shrinkage in oh. front of literally the entire world for the Olympics. But how much money do you make if you win a gold medal? Does your shrinkage really matter at that point? I guess not. Look at look at Vern Troyer. <laughs> Wish I knew that was. Is that you don't know who Vern Troyer? Michael is? Kwan's cousin? <laughs> no, it was Mini Me or Chaz Michael oh. Michaels. Chaz I, I Michael Michaels gets the people going. I'm just saying, it's not a leotard. That a leotard is like a dress. Just I think. No, I think. it's not. Yeah. Do you know what a leotard? Yeah, is? my daughter wears them. Oh my goodness. As someone with a a a daughter who's trying to learn about women's fashion, because I gotta put her in the stuff, leotard is definitely a dress. No, it's not. Mm. It's not a male figure skating costume. It definitely is, because look at what comes up when I search <laughs> leotard. That's there's no there's no men in any of those pictures. Those are all women. So facts. There's men don't the wear third leotards. picture. Is That's a man. Not a ma- that is not a man. That what is a say? man. Men's strappy bodysuit. Bodysuit. It's a bodysuit, not a leotard. Well, it's not my fault. It's the third picture that comes up. Well, they should have said men's leotard, and I would have understood, but it's a men's bodysuit. Well. Get your facts straight. I mean. <laughs> Michael Kwan. Men's leotard. There you go. What Does That's it say body? Does it say bodysuit? No. Anywhere else? I don't believe you. Now that we've gotten into the real debate, since we didn't get any last week. Yeah. It's unreal. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm struggling here. Yeah. So what do you got going on there, bub? My super expensive mic cord is getting in the way. All right. I hate it when that happens. So, moving on. Next week's re- restaurant tip top. So, quick sports segment. Bengals, thoughts? I said this to you before. <sighs> this is my only segment or thought on it, uh, the Bengals will make the Super Bowl, and then they will lose. That is my prediction. I think they will beat the Chiefs. They've done it before. Can't say they're not going to do it again. And then when they get to the Super Bowl, the Rams will beat them. I just want to see another replay of the Buffalo. <laughs> oh, I know. I want to see the Buffalo play again because I feel so bad for them. But dude, he's going to be the new Jim Kelly. I know. Yeah. No, he's going to be the new freaking um, Dan Marino. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. He, yeah, I don't Jim know if he Kelly ever even made the, one. But Jim, Jim Kelly, Kelly took him to like four bills to like four times four or Super Bowls <laughs> in a row. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm not sure that. Josh Allen's going to take him to the Super Bowl. He's just going to keep losing in the divisional or <laughs> the championship division. round. Hey, I mean, He'll get there. If he so takes him to four divisional th- rounds and loses. It's that's <laughs> what I mean. He's going to be Dan Marino because I don't think Dan Marino ever even made a Super Bowl. Do, well, what mm. do you, aside from what you think would happen, what do you want to happen with the Bengals? I want the Bengals to beat the Chiefs because I absolutely hate the Chiefs. Continue. It's like the Patriots. Remember when they were on their run and you were just like, I don't. Anybody but them. But it's literally That's, been like two mm-hmm. years for it's, the Chiefs. No, the Chiefs have been in the championship game for four straight years now. And I'm just tired of seeing it. So I want to see. Mahomes has been in there? Yeah. Jeez. To the championship game, to the Super Bowl Time three times out by. of the four. Well, that's if they make it this year. No, they're in the championship game now. So, like, this is. No, you said the Super Bowl three cor- times. If they make Correct. It if they year. make it this year, it'll right, be three right. times. Yeah. But 
I'm just up to the point where like I don't want to see that. I would want to see new blood in there. So that's why I feel like the Rams. Yeah, they've been to a Super Bowl in the last five years. Cool. It's only one that they've been to. Bengals haven't been to a Super Bowl. I mean, I can't even. I'm not a Bengal fan, so I have no idea. Maybe in 40 years. I mean, I have no idea. So I'd love to see him there. New blood. But then I want to see Matt Stafford get a ring. I feel like he deserves it. Mm -hmm. See, I'm a Joe Burrow fan. I like Burrow, too. Yeah. So I'll root for the Bengals. Well, I'll be the fucking just voice of dissent. (laughs) Because I don't want the Bengals to win at all anymore. They got no two more. Play- no, no more. They got their two playoffs wins. All these Cincy fans getting on their high horse now, thinking you know, oh my God, we're the next New England Patriots. We got Joe Burrow, which I'm a Joe Burrow fan, because you know, awesome. What he he's from the Plains, from Athens, did good things for them. But especially for a Browns fan, like that's why I said I want him to lose in the yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, like get I just, to the Super Bowl, sure. I don't want to see. I don't even want to see him win an AFC championship. I don't want to hear about it. That just I wanna, makes the AFC North I just look want that it, much better. I want them to lose this. And the Browns week. beat them twice in the regular. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to keep cutting off, but I mean the Browns owned them in the regular mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. they go on to make it to a Super Bowl, no one who's, cares. Who's about really that better? Next year, who's though. really better? No one cares about that next year. So I want them to lose. Sorry, Cincy friends. Really, I only want them to lose because Nick Cooker's the biggest Ohio State hater ever, and. <laughs> <laughs> he is a huge Bengals fan, so John will know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I do have one question for you. Okay, so you're talking about, you know, the Bengals feeling like, oh, we're the next Patriots because they have a good team or whatever. So next year, if you have Aaron Rodgers and for the Denver Broncos and the same thing happens, and he's I signed. I will not think we're the next Patriots. It's literally just like Peyton Manning all over again. Get me a Super Bowl. That's all that matters. I don't care. I know, but do you I'm not think gonna you're going to win the Super Bowl every year? I'm also not going to cry because I won a playoff game. Well, I, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, are you automatically going to think we're we're in the Super Bowl every year? If we get Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. That's that's not the answer I was expecting. So that's, that's... No, because I honestly... The coaches that the Broncos have hired year in and year out are freaking garbage. But and they continue did. to hire guys who are unproven as head coaches. I don't care how good you were as an offensive coordinator. That doesn't mean you're going to be a head coach. Just like Vic Fangio was a freaking amazing defensive coordinator for like 20 years in the league before he was our head coach. And he sucked. You know who's good at head coaching? Good head coaches. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. You're Look not at the freaking yeah. coaches that won games at Denver and anywhere else. Yeah. John Fox won AFC championship after AFC championship, and yet they still canned him for some dumb reason. It's kind of like the whole Brian Flores thing. I mean, I know he hasn't won any championships or anything, but the dude came in, and I mean, his team was what, uh, nine and eight this year, and he gets fired. Yeah. Like he's above 500. And the year before that, I think he was above 500 as well. I mean, he had a complete rebuild, and then he still gets fired. It, it just and doesn't make on, sense. You're sometimes. talking about the Dolphins, said yeah, yeah. And he went on a ridiculous. Yeah, run. they were one and eight to, or sorry, one and seven 
to start the season and they ended nine and eight. That's just dumb. That but was and, stupid. And you can the dude. And they said it was because he was having trouble. There was like three offensive coordinators in three years, and I'm like, okay, like it just he clearly didn't work out for him. So he's like, okay, got to get rid of this dude. Get a new guy. Like you still won nine games in the NFL. <laughs> right? Yeah, they. I mean, the Dolphins. I mean, they did well at the end of the year. Like they won a ridiculous amount of games at the end. Gary Kubiak, another coach, proven. Like, get a coach, dude. I'm tired of this. Like you, it's like drafting a quarterback in the seventh round and hoping they're Tom Brady. Would you have been excited if the Broncos were like, we're gonna hire Jeff Fisher? No. Jeff Fisher is doing bigger and better things, my guy. And that's He's what coached. leads us into the next segment. <laughs> yeah, we're heading into the next segment. <laughs> See, that was a great, that was a great transition. Right? All right, so we got the USFL coming up in the spring. So, Jeff Fisher, the, know, the coach of what? The Michigan Panthers, right? Yep, Michigan yeah. Panthers. So the USFL, USFL spring football. How, how do you feel about it? I'm going to be honest. I think I'm going to rather watch the XFL. Is the XFL coming out this year? The Rock is obviously the owner of it now, right? But I feel like they're taking the proper amount of time to make the XFL good. And when it gets to springtime, like, I like that little bit of a break from football because you can't put the same. I just don't know if you can put the same quality product on the field that the NFL can put on or that college football can put on in the springtime. I'll be interested, like, I remember when the XFL first came out, I like, a lot of people watched that because they were like, these rules are crazy. The right. USFL isn't making crazy rules. They're but, playing football in a different season. That's literally it. Well, and also on the XFL, I feel like a lot of people forget how well it was doing the last time around before COVID hit. I know. Literally, COVID's what screwed it over. I loved watching. I mean, Same. we had Cardell Jones playing out there they had uh, uh that dude who ended up starting for like carolina pj walker yeah I think. pj yeah. walker was killing the league like yeah. i enjoyed watching it and it's fun because and i feel like this is what the usfl will turn into it's kind of like a where did this guy end up yeah. story type of thing where like you hear names that you forgot about that were good and then you just didn't realize they weren't on nfl rosters anymore so yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited because of the fact that yeah, we'll get to watch dudes that maybe used to have an NFL contract or haven't quite got it yet and we'll get to see some talent and like they could get signed to play in the NFL. I think that'll be cool. Um but the XFL is different and fun because of the way that they change the rules up. Right. And I mm-hmm. think that's what makes yeah. it interesting. This has no rule change whatsoever. So it's just Yeah, I just don't different I think season the, football. the cities and everything behind it are kind of like, I mean, it's very East Coast. It's all East Coast. Well, I think honestly. that's probably the cheapest way to travel. Well, if you I add think a West Coast team, most then... of their game, like all their games, in an area too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But the one thing I do like about these leagues when they come out is kind of the unexpectedness or the the unpredictability, because you never know what teams could be good. There's no established, uh, uh, basically, history behind each team. So, literally anything could happen. <laughs> anything yeah. could happen. So, <laughs> to me, I mean, I love football. My absolute favorite sport to watch. So, 
if it's on next to baseball don't even no, get next me started. to men's figure skating. <laughs> don't Come even on. get me started. He loves to watch YouTube videos of Michael Kwan whenever he can. <laughs> hey, that's true. But that's only on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, we have the New Jersey Generals, the Michigan Panthers, the Philadelphia Stars, the Pittsburgh Maulers, the Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Gamblers, the New Orleans Breakers, and the Tampa Bay Bandits. And breaking news today was that, was it JT Barrett? Yes. Was, was that even this league, or was this a Canadian league? Uh, no, that was Canadian, you're right. Dang it. Yeah, because you All did right. say that uh, at yeah. dinner. Well, Jeff Fisher is coaching the Michigan, Michigan Panthers. Panthers yep. So literally like a 20-year head coach, and he's uh, moving on to bigger and better things. Found his, found his uh, spot. I think we should play a fun little game here before we get on to our uh, final segment, the domestic tier list. Should we pick our team? And I think each of us needs to pick our USFL team. And uh, throughout the season, once they get started, we'll have to track and see who may have chosen the best team. Oh, so, I'll get into it for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, if we do this now, there's no way I can't get into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm down. So, all right, Luke, out of these teams, who do you – want to root for who's going to become your team the birmingham stallion the birmingham stallion. Now, now give ah. us a reason why you're choosing them because obviously we know nothing about this league so is it because of birmingham or is it because of stallions uh, a little bit of both okay okay so uh yeah you know i've been to birmingham uh i've seen stallions ride in the wild so uh, i'll go with that okay love it all right Sean? i'm going with the bandits Dude, he's so salty. I took his you team. took his. You <laughs> took mine. So now I just got to pick from these other scrub ass teams. Literally the worst locations in America. I literally. <laughs> um, you know, the last time I was in New Orleans, I had a pretty legendary time. So I'm gonna go. I'm a fan of the New Orleans Breakers. The last time you're there, how many times have you been there? Once. <laughs> that's the only time. <laughs> one for I will, one. I one will for probably one. never go back. I don't know. Arizona, Arizona Outlaws could uh, could do some damage. I don't this think year. that's the USFL. Yeah, I don't think that's oh. the USFL. Oh, well. That might yeah. be the XFL. Yeah, that might be the XFL. Okay. Well. So, yep. There we go. We need to put that down. Luke, Birmingham Stallions. Sean, Tampa Bay Bandits. Caleb, New Orleans Breakers. I'm really excited for the season now. Oh, we got a big oh, season done. coming up. I think we I'm should. Down put, for it. Should we put a slight wager? Yeah. Like $20 a man, best team, just best finish. Done. Or should we say like best, because we don't know about playoffs or anything, best regular season record? Okay. And then we reconvene if Correct. Mm, we figure yep. out. So best regular playoffs. season record, $20 a man. No, USFL. let's not fuck with the regular season. Let's just go overall, period. But what if all of our teams make the playoffs and then, like, they got to play? I don't know. It just exactly. Seems... I guess that, that <laughs> exactly. overall. Yeah. Like, what okay. if your, team's, what if my team, what if your team has a worse record than mine? Or my team has a worse record than yours. We both make the playoffs, and I my team beats yours. Yeah, I'd like, be pissed. I would have exactly. won the 20 <laughs> bucks. I would have won the Exactly. Yeah. No, nah, let's go with Sean. Okay, I like all right, that. All right. I so, like best that. overall. In the season, yes, yeah. including playoffs, including playoffs. Yep. Okay. okay. They're, oh, yeah. Done deal. When does their season end? Well, I don't it even starts know. It starts April sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay. And I believe Stallions are first game of the season. I don't know who they're playing. Ooh, about to take that L right <laughs> off the rip. 
So. How many? Do we know how many games a season is for them? Uh, thirteen. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty good season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I think it's thirteen games total. Oh, with playoffs. No, just like among all the teams. Oh, so each team. There's like eight teams, so they play two games each. <laughs> yeah, so each? two games. <laughs> there's no way. I threw a number out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sorry. That's a little unrealistic. Uh, <laughs> thirteen ooh. weeks though sounds like yeah. more of a thing that's possible. That'd be awesome. That yeah. I mean, April 16, 13 weeks. That gets you to like June, right, or July. Yeah, which Almost, and, and, July, and yeah. Uh, training camp and everything starts like end of July, beginning of August, right? Right. Yeah. The first games in September, so yeah, yeah. that Who makes knows? sense. All right, well, we know where our loyalties lie now. Moving Let's in. go, we Breakers! we got another football Stallions. to look forward to. So, before we move into the meat of the episode, which this whole episode's got the meats. We're like Arby's. The sweats. <laughs> so, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Columbus underscore uncut. You can... Get on our Discord where you can give us beer suggestions, food suggestions, give us feedback on the episode, and of course, talk to us, give us any feedback you have. You can find that Discord link in our link tree, which will be linked in our show notes, which is basically like a website for the podcast. So all the links for all our sites are on our link tree. By all means, check that out in the show notes. Lastly, take a look at our Teespring. You can get some merch. You can get the columbus uncut pint glass that we will you will see in a picture from this episode you can get hoodies uh crew necks uh what else jerseys hats anything anything that uh you your heart desires and that all goes directly towards the podcast and helps support us as we get equipment and whatever we need to make our voices sound as angelic as they do so by all means check all that stuff out Make sure you check that link tree out on the show notes. And now we're going to move into the meat of our episode. The meat. Which is our domestic beer tier list. So Mm. the way this is going to work, right? So if you haven't seen, if you're a listener, I put a graphic out last night on our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Basically, what we're going to do is rate the domestic beers. Looks like I got two, four, six, eight. 8, 10, 12, 13 here. And we're going to rate these 13 domestic beers in three tiers. So you got tier A. That's the Buckeye tier, right? Number one tier. Of course, going with the Big Ten theme. So we got tier A, number one tier, best tier, Buckeye tier. Tier B, not quite our rivals, Penn State, Mm. right? But they're middle of the road. Ah, so... That's the, that's your middle of the road beers, right? Right, middle, middle of the road domestics. Then you got okay, okay. Tier C, Michigan tier. Yep. Everyone knows that's the worst. Bottom tier. of the barrel. So no one wants to be in tier C. Uh, so we got all these beers. We're gonna go through one by one. We'll see if we can come to an agreement. And as we do this, I'm gonna fill out this graphic, and then I'll put where we got uh, where we got. At the as a final decision for all these, and you'll see the final graphic once I put it up. And as we go through this, we'll share some of the some of the input we got back from our followers on Facebook and Instagram, and and give you kind of some of their insight as we uh, as we go through this. So I'm gonna say you are gonna post our uh, 
our result after this online, right? Yes, okay. we're going to post the final graphic online uh, with our episode post. So, Sweet. Let's without do it. Let's hit it. further ado, let's get started. Should we so, get some jazz? Oh, oh, let's get some jazz. Let's get some jazz. Shoo. What about the other one? I like the other one. Yeah, let's try the other one. Okay, here we go. There it is. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Oh, so much better. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. First beer for our domestic beer tier list is Miller High Life. So, Caleb, how are you feeling about Miller High Life? I had a little bit of a phase uh, early in my early years of college. Uh, with Miller High Life, that's what my buddies always happen to have at their house to drink, and uh, obviously, I was definitely of age, uh, so I couldn't get anything else. Uh, so Miller High Life is what we had. Uh, I don't particularly like it at all, but it was our only option at the time. I'm going tier C on Miller High Life. It has absolutely no flavor. It tastes like piss and i don't even know what piss tastes like tier c on the miller <laughs> high life yeah so now is this tier list like we're all gonna say how we feel about it and then it goes like if we all say it's tier c it goes in tier c but if two say b one say c does it go in b or probably, like yeah, is we'll it go by be? kind of majority or consensus okay so okay. i'm going tier c on miller high life okay uh i i'm gonna be honest uh with like some of these I may not have drinking enough of them to give a strong opinion of, <laughs> on them so we should have we should have bought one had of all of them yes. right. one and just done a quick taste now I test. know I've had at least one of all these okay. but to have a strong opinion on them like I don't know so Miller High Life I'm kind of with you I'm teetering between B and C cuz honestly just going off of perception, there's not many people that I know that go out and get a Miller High Life. If it's Miller, it's Miller Lite. Yeah. Uh, so. That's what I was going to say. I mean, the only uh, High Life that I can think of someone like buying willingly is the one that's in the champagne bottle. Right. Mm, it's the champagne yeah. of beers. Which, it looks cool. That yeah. And that's why people buy it. Definitely not because it's the like tastes good and right. Oh yeah, this is what I'm thinking about. You know, so what I, mean? I can get right on board with your tier C. I think I can agree with it. Okay, I'm gonna put that tier C as well. Okay, yeah. so tier C on Miller High Life. Get it out of here. Tier C. <laughs> get Unless it out it's of the here. champagne bottle. It is the weakest it. link. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Next one. This was a big one for us. We're all kind of the same age, so we kind of all remember a historical event in Ohio history is when Yingling came to Ohio. Absolutely. So Yingling lager. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I do like the taste of Yingling, but it gets me too full. So I can't have it in tier A, but the taste is way better than tier C. So that's why I've got it in tier B. It's not my, you know, if I buy a 24 pack of that, I'm not like, Crushing right. all twenty four like I am with a pack of natties. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It it fills me up so much more than any of these other domestic beers. So that's why 
I got to put it in B. What about a Yingling Light? Same. same? They, they, it's okay. the same formless okay. regardless. I'm I'm putting it in A. Um, I love Yingling. I love the taste. Light. I can pound those all day. We have I've done that back in the day. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put that in A. Yeah, Yingling's A for me as well. Uh, n- now I gotta put the caveat in there that if we're going domestics and I'm buying a rack, like I'm getting a Yingling, yingling lights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But as far as uh, because obviously we got some lights in here as well that we'll be reviewing. So I'm I'm putting it up there as far as flavor goes for a domestic. I think it's good. Yeah, so. I, I I would say the flavor is way up there. That's what gives it that tier a uh style for me but how full i get from them compared to the other domestics that's what i agree where i get the tier c their hershey's chocolate one is so we're kind of split there but majority rules so yingling is going to a uh core's banquet so are we talking we're talking yellow jackets core's banquet beer i do love a ice cold yellow jacket um, You're talking about like the little it's, stubby it, bottle ones, right? No, I'm talking about the straight up yellow cans that you oh, see in like gotcha. Yellowstone. That's the real Coors Banquet. I don't know if that's actually called because there's yellow bellies and yellow jackets. Those are the two names, and one of them's the bottles, one of them's the cans. I think cans is yellow jackets. Uh huh. Um, I don't particularly like the flavor of Coors regularly, though. But I do like the banquet beers. Um, it, so, are we really going banquet, or are we going just cores in general? I'm well, because that's a huge factor. If it's banquet beer, like the yellow jacket, legit, it's banquet. It's, it's tier B. If it's cores in general, it's tier C because well, the, the taste is garbage. The graphic is cores banquet. <laughs> okay, so. then yeah. it's tier B for okay. cores banquet. But if it's regular cores, put it in C. It tastes like uh, I have no. I can't even describe to you. It just tastes awful, and it, but it has to be ice cold for the banquet for it to be good. Uh, yeah, I, I'll go with B as well. I was teetering on A though, just because of my boy Johnny Lawrence from uh, Cobra Kai, rocking them banquets in that eighty-five Firebird baby. <laughs> I'll go with B. I'll go with B though. I don't have a strong opinion, so I'm gonna go B as well. I think I've maybe had one or two course banquets my entire life. The so. banquet is way better than the regular. I don't even know how that's possible because it's really not that much different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably just can color, to be honest. I can tell you, like, I agree with your cores statement, though, because I put yeah. cores in the same level as Bush, and Bush sucks. So it's probably <laughs> well, that's, that's we'll your opinion. <laughs> All right, next one. The uh, man bun slash flannel slash I roll my jeans beer. PBR. PBR. Is there a level below tier C? Because that's where (laughs) I want to put this. This beer is literally dog shit. I don't... Why is it that you go to a bar and they're like, "Uh, yeah, we have $3 Bud Lights, $3 Miller Lights, and 75 cent PBRs. Right. No, I don't know. It tastes awful. Like if I put water and Keystone and did just half and half poured it in a glass, there's PBR. 
horrible. Yeah. Negative five out of ten is the <laughs> score I'd give a PBR. <laughs> Literal trash. Rough. Honestly, I don't think the beer is bad. Have you ever had one? Yeah. Okay, well, I have. I don't think you have because it's trash. <laughs> but the people that drink that beer, it has nothing. Be- below are, wait, below. So garbage people. Okay, so does it? Ha- are we throwing all the factors it has to do with people and taste? Or is oh, it I'm factoring South it Park, Kenny. I'm checking. Let's hold up. I'm checking. Those Let's people. see what people on Facebook have to say. So It's got to be macho, bottom of the barrel. PBR. No valid ranking. No, trash. trash. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Macho. We yeah. are the same. Let's see. Uh, our buddy Trevor Patton has PBR C. Yeah. Uh, Fishballs put PBR B, so he's a little higher on it. With a name like Fishballs, what do you expect? Right? Get I don't. Out, get him out of here. <laughs> literally, no one. Oh, Victor. Victor, yeah, our buddy Victor, yeah. my buddy Victor Layton from Fremont, man. He did not. If he put it he in put tier, PBR, tier, tier, tier one, one, that bitch, get out of here. <laughs> tier one. Guy, I think he was doing his tiers backwards. That's all. Yeah. If I hope you were doing it backwards, because if yeah. you think it's in tier A, you're not allowed to listen to this Jesus, podcast. It's Victor, illegal come for on, you man. from now on, Victor. So I think consensus is. Below tier C, if possible. PBR sucks. We're putting it far right. It's tier C, but it's it's barely hanging on to the edge of the graphic. If someone offered me a PBR, I'd say no. <laughs> and that's so goddamn hard for me to do. Just flat out no. 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 Just no. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> I actually wouldn't even be polite about it. I'd just literally say no. No. It's a, it's if if Victor thinks it's legit. It, legitimate tier a i want to brawl and i don't even fight well i think victor he went to grade school with me i think he had a uh grilled cheese accident growing up where he burned his tongue really bad and lost all taste oh then benefit of the doubt okay you can't taste (laughs) shit all right makes so moving on next one bud light Mm. this is this is tier mm. A for me. Tier There's A. Tier A? And yes, tier A. And I will tell you, my buddy Evan and I, good friend of the show, there's nothing like a crispy boy on a hot summer day. Crispy boy. A crispy boy. Especially out on a golf course. You're telling me when you walk in, you're not just like, eh, yeah, give me six crispies. You're not you're not saying, oh, do you have any yinglings? Maybe five years <laughs> no. ago. Now there's just so many options. You can get like the uh, what were the tequila things you can? Oh, get? Uh, cut waters. Yeah, yeah, dude, that'll mm. that'll end <laughs> you in a hurry. Seltzers though. are just yeah, another no, level. And, on the but golf if this course. was a seltzer review, then yeah, there would Ooh, be a different be story. Next. But this is just beers, domestic beers, Bud I Light. Agree with you, hundred yeah. percent tier A. Yeah, I could agree and, with you on the the golf analogy. The taste is not bad. It's just taste. Right. Like, it's not yeah. deterring. It's not attracting me. It's just beer. I agree. Uh, Bud Light, I think it's pretty good. I just, it's, I feel like I get more skunked Bud Lights now than I do good Bud Lights. Like, I feel like it's, uh, it has a high skunk rate. But, like, where, where is your skunk happening? Like, I don't know. It hasn't been here. 
No, it hasn't been here. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like anytime like a Bud Light when I'm picking it up at a party <clears throat> or something, it has a high skunk rate, and maybe people just don't know how to store their beers. Is it because don't it's go not... from cold to hot to cold, peeps? Well, but is it when you're grabbing it at the parties or wherever you're at? Is it ice cold? Yeah, most of the time. But most of the time, that's what happens when you get a skunk beer. Is you know someone buys it for a party, and then it warms up, and then they throw it in the cooler with the ice and everything in the party, and it yeah. gets cold again. So. Um, I think uh, for, for me, I'm putting it fringe tier A, tier B. So I guess Roby's the, the decider the there. Decide. He, I feel like he's going to go low. He gave me a weird look when I said it earlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, I'm, I'm putting it at B. I'm putting it at the B category. Ooh, tough standards. <clears throat> Unreal. And can you give us a reasoning why it's tier B? I, I, I honestly don't like the taste of it. I, I, is I, it I because of the rice? Uh, probably yeah i mean that's, i mean that's honestly the biggest factor with any of these other beers that are not anheuser-busch yeah is is that yeah i mean there nobody else makes it with rice except for them right jimmy taught us that yeah that's true yeah Thanks. i i just think it's yeah for me a taste the good yeah. thing is is on the graphic like the tears flow from left to right right Mm-hmm. So, like a Bud Light, I'm gonna put it in between the tier A okay, and okay. tier B. So it's kind of like a flow chart. I like that. So yeah, flow charts yeah. are great. Yeah, way to go, Sean. <laughs> there we go. Thanks. All bro. right, next beer. This beer has become hot as of late, especially mm. people our age who maybe can't, you know, go on a Friday night bender, drink thirty beers, smash some deepy dough and two burritos, and wake <laughs> up the next day and start all over again. So Mick Ultra, ooh, mm, the ultras. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't like the taste of Mick Ultra. Not that it's much different than Bud Light, but it's just it's so it's just so bland because they're trying to get rid of the calories and stuff. Like I don't. It just it doesn't do it for me. Um, but I it's definitely better than High Life. Mm. Yeah. So I have it in tier B. B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Ruby? Yeah, I think that's a good tier that's B. A good tier B for me as well. I think I kind of agree. Honestly, I don't think it's bad. To me, the people factor comes into Mick Ultra again for me because I think literally Mick Ultra Kepka? is the Mick Ultra is the virtue signaling of beers. Okay. It's like, hey, I'm I'm tr- I'm out here to have a drink. But I'm not here to get drunk, you know? <laughs> so it's for the lame people is what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, oh, I like to drink beers, but, you know, but I like to I'm drink not Mick here Ultra. to have a time. That's I I would say McUltra, because I, I feel what, what you're saying, is like beer-flavored seltzer. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, let's Although be I've honest. Got, I mean, some people who drink seltzers get wild off seltzer, too. True. I just I feel like it's like the the lame friend who's out with all their other friends that like to drink and they're just trying to go along with the the ride mm-hmm. yeah and seem like they're taking part but they're not yeah so because it's not going to do much damage and everybody knows it right yeah <laughs> yeah everybody they're like oh this yeah guys having an all or they probably <laughs> have like an Instagram fitness page mm-hmm. or something uh, yep. and they yeah. post motivational quotes mm. yeah I will say though. After like a a night of aggressive drinking, if we, if you're getting up the next day to go to an activity where 
drinking is involved. Great I would use. I would have an ultra to get going. Get going. Yeah. 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 That's, that's and, and the people would the people ultra. would go, mm, must have had a rough go last night. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's, That's an understandable scenario. Exactly. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm if like you're drinking a Mick Ultra mm-hmm, on a yep. Friday night. Yep. When you're out with the boys. Nope. Instead, nine point five percent triples. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, bud. Go yep. post a motivational quote Ugh. and get out of here. So let's see what everyone else has to say. So Macho has his Mick Ultra at a tier B. Mm-hmm. So yep. pretty pretty good there. Um, let's see. Trevor has Mick Ultra at tier A. I don't know Trevor. Trevor is a buddy of ours from college. Okay. So, um, yeah. So he, I'm not going to go w- into Trevor's life story. So but he has I was going to say, so he, Mr. he was that guy is what you're trying to say. Uh, Trevor's a, a interesting fellow. Great dude. Love him. He was on our cheer team at OU. So oh. OU, I kept oh, yeah. pestering him the whole time to get me into the Rufus uh, mascot outfit. Never made it. it. But So he's got it at tier one. Let's see. Anyone else got it up there? Uh, no. Nope. Fish doesn't even have it on his. Oh, Fish has it tier B. Okay, I respect Fish a little bit more. Um, and then, yeah, Ganya has it tier B, and Victor. Where's Victor? Victor's the, the one that stands out in all this now, right? <laughs> so, Victor's got it tier B as well. Okay, so, so see, I we think agree there. That's good. Consensus tier B. Okay. So good, good, good. Moving on to the next one, we got Rolling Rock. Okay. Love me. Rolling Rock, Rock is one of my favorites. Oh. If I'm not getting a Natty Rack, I, if they have Rolling Rock, I'm picking it up instantly. The 100%. taste is so good. 100%. It doesn't fill me up. It's just, it in, it's been around for forever, and it's just so good. Although I will say, I hate it out of bottles. It's only good out of yeah. cans. It does kind of taste it skunky tastes, out of That's out And of that's bottles. the thing. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. I have Rolling Rock Tier A number two overall. Yeah, in nice. on this list, Rolling Rock is up there for me. I'm right there with you, my man. Uh, I love the taste of it, and when you mix it with a margarita, I mm. call it the Rolling Rita mm. staple. Mm. Staple. The Rolling Rita combo. It makes me want another beer. I don't know if anyone oh. else needs one, but well, I mean, this is a high to high poundability, so I'm about ready for one. Too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm right with Roby. The Rolling Rita combo is what saves you from that bottle stench that you get yes. out of the that that Caleb wasn't liking out of the bottle. So you gotta, I'm telling you, people get a margarita, a big old margarita, yep. and if you want to take it up to the next level, drink it like a Corona Rita with yep. a Rolling Rock. So drink it like a Rolling Rita. You t- you put the bottle. Of, rolling rock into the margarita and i'm telling you it's next it's it, next level life-changing yes <laughs> uh we we uh copyrighted that back in 2014, 2014. <laughs> so do not try to steal our thunder on that and make it famous but it's delicious so i think no more discussion on that we got rolling rock a tier baby. So, does anyone else have Rolling Rock tier A? No, they they no, are shitting, shitting on Rolling Rock. And Macho has it. Get tier out of B. here. Let's see. Uh, Mr. Oh, Patton. Wow. Patton tier D. Good lord, oh, Jesus! He puts it down there with Keystone. Come on. 
Fish, tier C. I, I feel like there, there's an open invite to any of these people <laughs> to come on here because I'm gonna, we're literally going to have an episode, and I think all these people need to come on, and we're just going to have one of everything. Right. But we're going to have it in cups, not in the can itself. So that way you have to just try it and rank it. <laughs> the, I would love blind because taste. I guarantee every taste single does. person's put Rolling Rock top of the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, most definitely. Victor may be redeeming himself because he's got Did it. Did he go tier, tier A? He's got oh. it tier B with us, but he's literally the only other one. So moving on. Next one Budweiser. King of beers. King of um, beers. I've had a couple Bud Heavies this evening, or uh, as some might say, Bud Diesels. Bud Pfizer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the taste of a Bud Heavy. I actually had a Bud Heavy kick for a little bit as well, uh, and then one of my buddies was like, bro, you're going to get so fat if you drink Bud Heavy all the time. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Um, but I love the taste. I like Bud Light, Bud Heavy to me, they taste pretty much the same. Uh, I'm tier A on Bud Diesels. Mm. I'm tier A as well. Honestly, back when literally just graduating college and I didn't even know what a craft beer was. And, and you had a little bit more money to spend. I had a little bit <laughs> yeah. more money to spend. Four extra dollars. Right? <laughs> Budweiser was my way to go, man. I, I That was my comfort zone. So I still like them. Still yeah. love them. So yeah. I'm going tier A as well. Mm. And Luke. I don't think you're American if you do anything else. Nope. Tier A all the way then. Tier A. Right. So <laughs> we, had me into a, that no one, we had an interesting uh debate on this one on our, our post. So basically a bunch of people were putting some questionable th- stuff about above Budweiser. So Jordan Adams left a, a comment and said these last two jokers putting Budweiser in tier C has to be a joke. If you can look yourself in the mirror and truly believe that Bush Light and Miller Light are a top-tier beer, then you don't deserve to enjoy a Budweiser. What a disgrace. How dare you disrespect the king of beers? Well, Jordan, you're not wrong, but I will say, if you don't have Bush Light and Tier A, you're a dumbass. I don't even know you. That's what I'm going with. Wow. It's bold words. <laughs> Border oh. borderline on Patreon. It's all right. We'll see. We'll we'll see what majority wins uh, later when we yep. get to Bushlight. Yep. So, anyway, it's the king of beers. It's, it's American. Beers. It is it's a German a, name, but it's 100%. fucking America. Budweiser, mm-hmm. king of beers. Bud Diesel, Tire. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, the next one. I kind of want to skip this one and come up with another one. No, I if you're talking about Sam Adams as being the next one, I've got one. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, but we have okay. Bush and Bush Light on here. I feel like no one drinks Bush. Yeah, no, everyone uh, only drinks Bush Light. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I'd get I'm rid of that. Deleting Bush, give me another one. Uh, Labatt Blue Light. Labatt Blue. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need yep. you to talk about this for a good <laughs> two minutes between you two, so I can get a Labatt Blue. Okay. Uh, logo that can be done okay roby i'm gonna be honest with you labat blue light is one of my all-time favorite domestic beers uh another hidden gem uh which we can add in sam adams place because i don't think we need to actually rate that because i don't think that's domestic (laughs) i think that's craft beer you might as well throw molson in there Mm -hmm. sean so or Mm -hmm. hams (laughs) one of the two Um, anyway 
Uh, but uh, Labatt Blue Light uh, never really drank it until about mm, I'd say about a year or two years ago, and uh, Target was having a special that was like buy one case of Labatt Blue Light get one free. I, I I'm pretty sure it's not even legal. I have no <laughs> idea how <laughs> it's possible, but it was like. If you have a Target Circle membership, Emma, my wife, is the one who found it. And one day she just came home with two cases of Labatt Blue Light. And I was like, I don't even drink this. What the hell is this? And she was like, <laughs> the deal. It was incredible. And I was like, okay. Iced those things up. Dude, a crisp, crisp Labatt Blue Light. It's it's up there with Rolling Rock for me. Oh, wow. I love it. See, I I know I've had it. It's been probably like maybe one, two max. Uh, love the label though. I mean, mm-hmm. great, great, great label, great bottle. But I mean, I just haven't had had enough experience with it. I'll take your word for it though. With being a rolling rock, that's that's some talk right there. Exactly. That's what I mean. I'm putting it up there, and it's one of those things where I didn't start drinking it aggressively mm-hmm. until about a year or two ago. But in college, there was this bar. Uh, shout out Bubba, the thirsty scholar. Uh, that was next to my house, and I used to go there, and he had the big, huge pounders of Labatt that were always on on a deal. It was like two fifty for a Labatt pounder. That's where I got into Labatt, but I only drank it there because it was cheap as hell. You know, I wasn't thinking about taste then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but since then, it's up there. It's fantastic. Sean, have you had a couple of Labatts in your life? You've been Maybe. to a Blue Jackets game in your lifetime. No. You've had no? Yeah, maybe one. I don't have a strong opinion, so I'm going with wherever you got it. Tier, it's tier A. Tier A. I'll mm-hmm. take your word for it. Yep. Tier A. I'm gonna have to pick this up now oh, I'll <laughs> for just the weekend. Stop. We're almost out of natties in the fridge. It's about time for a uh, for a Labatt, a, a Labatt or sin. a Rolling Rock cardinal refill. Sin. You, oh, well, oh, we can I get a rack natty, of but... Rolling Rocks for the future. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. All right, we got the Battle of the Juggernauts coming up. Mm. Bushlight. Bushlight, 100% tier A. So much flavor, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the fact that you f- lamos, whoever you people are that have Bushlight super low, it's not even a comparison to Keystone or anything. And to be honest with you, like anyone who knows beer should know that Budweiser, a.k.a. Anheuser-Busch, has a, a method. They clearly make beer to make Budweiser and Bud Light. Then the excess that they have to like, you know, because they don't want to waste any product, that becomes Bush Light. So it's like a mixture of Bud Heavy, Bud Light, <laughs> the remnants. So it's still good. Then they still have remnants from Bush and Bush Light. That makes your Natty Light. Oh, my goodness. That's oh fucking blast. <laughs> I love all of them. They're all fantastic. Bush Light is a tier A beer. It's cheap as hell, and I you can't get any better than a cold bush light, especially in six-pack pounders that you can get from the store, the six-pack 16-ouncers, $5.99 for six beers. I mean, are you kidding me? You, you literally can't beat it. You can't. Mm. Name uh, something that can beat it. You can't. Rolling Natty. Rock. Okay. Well, <laughs> Natty's from the same family, so I get what you're saying. And Rolling Rock's <laughs> same family as well. But they're all the same. That's all domestics. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying. Anyone who has I'm going B. 
I'm putting okay, it in That's B. fair, but I, I still have an A. A I was all day. going C, so I guess we're going B. <sighs> Sean, you're an idiot. And I know the next one that you're going to say, Sean. So just... Natty Sean, light, baby. Here's the thing, though, Sean. How many bush lights when I had bush lights here did you actually drink? I it feel doesn't like you drank matter. None. I drank them in college. You heard John. That's all yeah, my buddies drank, like and I hated drank it. That, and you drank Natty still. All my buddies, yeah. no, I didn't drink Natty. That's they what, didn't have Natty in college. I what ever like? What are you? Ever. T- what college did you go to? Because that's all that we had. They did it, o- dude. All my mm. buddies were country ass fucking. So picks. they went Bushlight. So everyone drank Bushlight. Yeah. So I wasn't gonna go out and buy a case of Natty for myself when I went right. to all these. <laughs> so I, mean, I was it's not like always it was gonna break the bank yeah, or anything. I was always drinking Bushlight, and I hated it. It's hated best. it. It's almost like. Bad analogy. I don't want to go there. It's almost like <laughs> it's when almost you're given like Michael Kwan. <laughs> no, it's almost like when you're given. I can say this. So I grew up Catholic, right? Get sent to church and all this shit all the time. By the time I got out of Catholic school, I was like, I'm done. Good. Don't want it anymore. That's me and Bushlight in college. Like I so was just. I get it. Had it shoved down my throat yeah. <laughs> for four years because. Fucking all my friends ended up being fucking country blumpkins. Yep. And uh That's me and rum. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't have any comparisons for beer, but we had so much rum in college, I can't even smell it now. Yeah. It disgusts me. So mm. I get I get what you're saying, but I don't know if it deserves tier C. And I don't I didn't I th- put it tier you C. Said, you said you I going, said I would put it tier C. That's what I'm tier that's what I'm C. saying. I Personally. saved it with a B. But know, obviously, but... anyone who gets a cure on anything is going to put it last. Okay. Fair, so, fair. I put it tier B. Okay. Fair. Tier B. All right. Natty. A. A. I don't have anything a. Else There's to say. nothing to say. I just say. cracked it, it's, and it's an A. It's good for every single thing that you could po- want to walk your dog. Natty Light. Want to complete a project? Natty Light. Want to do a podcast? For a big game? Yeah. You can drink a Natty Light to do anything. Yeah. Want to drive a sports car on Xbox? Natty. Natty Light. Yeah, that's right. You need a cheap pre-workout? Natty Light. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I, I don't work It's out, like water. So. Yeah. With carbs. I'll try it tomorrow morning. Yeah. See what, yeah. See what happens. Luke will get a couple <laughs> quick rips in. It is the Swiss Army knife of beers. It is. It, mm. it is good for... Yes. That is I a love fact. it. Love it. Tier, I am tier A all the way, and and you guys are too. So let's see what everyone else has to say about Bush and Natty, though, because this is a, a a a kind of a rivalry. I like to. It, but it's not a rivalry because I have them both tier A. Okay. Well, we got Bushlight Macho thinks it's tier B, teetering on to tier C. Mm. But Trevor, again, kids I went to school with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tier A. He has Natty tier A. But no, you, he has push light tier, tier A. Tier yeah. A, yes. Yeah. yes. Natty, he has B. Okay. Uh, fish, bush light. Tier All the a. way, yep. Country fucking boy. My I'm guys. telling you, man. My guys. Uh, let's see. Where does Victor have it? Because that's, that's the that's, calibration. That's huge, yeah. Victor has bush tier B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tier B. At least nobody Marcus has it. Marcus has it at uh, all the rest with tier C. Yeah. I'm just happy that there's more tier A's and tier B's for Bush. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like literally Bush is the country country guy beer. I don't know how it many is. country dudes you know, but all our 
a few friends were country, so they all like it. Yep. All right, moving on. Three left. This turned out to be a pretty good segment. I kind of uh, like yeah, it. That's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, this is a big debate, right? So, Sam Adams. It's not a domestic beer, and that's why I think you need to throw in hams. I've literally never had a hams. Molson. Ever. Or Molson. I, I could throw once. in old mill donkey piss. Sure. throw. Old, <laughs> but Sam Adams is a craft beer. Is it, though? It is. They make Boston Boston lager is their domestic and that's it's just not it's i'm just sorry it's what about a, uh red dog never had it oh, would really? would uh would killian's no nah, i'd say that's a craft, that's a craft too. Okay. yeah that was yeah. an early craft faustus faustus mate Ooh, australian for beer <laughs> australian for beer I mean, I I don't know if that's even a domestic. Heineken, Heineken, I would consider would a domestic. Could, yeah. Or um, oh gosh, what's the other one I was just thinking Heineken? Of? You see a lot. You want to go with Heineken? Let's go with Heineken. The old mini keg, yeah, Heine- Heineken mini keg Mondays, a good baby. One. Or um, yeah. what's the other one I'm thinking of though? Um, they only when we were at Mirfield, Sean. Mm-hmm. Remember, they only had Heineken, and no, this was before you went with me, actually. I'm gonna put Heineken in A. I'm just gonna just for the memories. I think, I think Heineken's a B. Uh, I haven't had enough of them to to really think too much more. I haven't had one in a long time. I, I wasn't upset about drinking a Heineken like I was. Heinies. B B would be good then. Yeah, yeah that's true. A I haven't had it in a while. So I have yeah. a history with Heineken. So when I went to Thailand, uh, the first time I was in college, right? So. Very limited choice of beers over there. And Heineken was like literally all they had. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It Like if you weren't drinking Sapporo, Singha, <laughs> you were drinking Heineken. So I wasn't drinking Sapporo, Singha. So we were drinking Heineken. And uh, it's another one of those kind of like I was talking about Bush situations where I just got burnout on it, man. I liked it to start. But too much of a good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kinda burnt me out on it. Now I I, I can't drink Heineken <laughs> anymore. Are you, is, um, that, is that C category then? C tier. No, I don't want to put it C because it is good. I did like it at one point, whereas Bush I never liked. You know what we should have actually put in place of Sam Adams? Hmm. <laughs> Bud Light Platinum. Or Bud Light Lime. Or Bud Light Ooh. Lime, but Bud Light Lime is above tier A, even it's that yeah, that's, legendary. That's but good. remember Bud Platt? I mean, it was. I like don't know six, if I ever had. Him. It was six percent. Was it? Light. Yeah. I don't think ridiculous. I ever had one. Honestly, but, but then again, somehow there was like this myth that some of them were actually higher percentage alcohol than what it said because, like, like you'd get one bottle in every six pack that was like ten percent. <laughs> So you have one ten percent bottle and then all six percents. We used to buy that in college all the time because we were like, "Oh, I want to get that one ten percenter in me and drink all six of the." It was just well. What'd you rate the Heine? Because I already put the I, I said logo. B. Yeah, I said B. B as well. All right, so Heine's a B. All right, we got two more, and I think these are good ones. So we'll roll with this. Sorry that to our listeners and to our commenters, you didn't get to comment on Heineken and. Uh, Labats, but we'll close it out with Keystone and Miller. So, so Keystone smooth. First. 
Keystone tier F. That shit is so bad. Yeah, it is. The fact that anyone would go to the store and willingly pick that out when that same place 100% has Natty, Bush, Hams. I mean, in the same Rolling Rock, those are all the same price point. Mm. And you're Does telling it me it exists anymore? Oh, yeah, it exists. I haven't seen... I don't. I can't tell you the last time I seen anyone drink a keys it had to be at college the difference yeah. is that they have slim cans really like you know natty's we got our normal 12 ounce cans yeah. they got the white claw size clint like mick ultras yeah that's yeah. their difference <coughs> literally Garbage. the worst tasting beer of all time the fact that it's even considered beer is beyond me tier f i'm with you i'm with you i'm with you literally the only thing they ever had going for them was the keith stone commercials yes <laughs> and i still have a shirt from college that said what what was the motto they said something, so smooth no something about grab get me my stones or oh oh oh, oh yeah what was that i i don't know Keystone said I, something yeah i know keith, what you're talking keith, about and i had a shirt that said that on it yeah and i'd Literally only wore it once, and it was to an OU Halloween for some reason. Because you must have been Keith Stone, probably. But I don't. That's it. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got for yeah. Tier Keith F. Stone. That's low. Garbage. Low. Yeah. Garbage. If anyone and I think it, literally everyone else. Agreed. I hope yeah. that they have it that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If anyone has it above Tier C, they don't. I I I'm never listening to anything they ever say ever. Again. Macho Tier C Trevor. Tier D. Okay, thank you. Uh, fish. Uh, B. Okay, I can't Jesus. believe anything Fish says. Marcus. Don't even know. Marcus has it. A. <laughs> okay, so a. does Marcus know what order the tiers are supposed to actually be in? Uh, apparently he has Keystone, Coors, Miller, and Sam Adams in his A. Does this guy even drink beer? I don't know. Literally, haven't talked to the kids since high oh, school. Geez. He was in, he was in Ashley, Emma, and Whitney's class. So, hey, Marcus, bud, I don't know you, but your Get beer your thinking is just absolute trash. The right? old Keith Stone Twitter, and then I like my beer smooth as I like my women's legs. <laughs> but um, love that. And then Victor again has Keystone down at tier three. So, okay. Looks like Victor just had a very hot take with PBR and then leveled out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Victor. I appreciate that. All right. Last one. Miller Lite. I have Miller Lite tier B. Had a Miller Lite phase. Uh, yeah, the old latte. Light beer. Uh, the latte would be a Bush latte. So don't want to get them confused. Bush really? latte. Yeah. Miller Lite is its own thing. Because I've heard it is the Miller latte. Mm, can't say I've heard that. It's Bush latte, mm, as far as I know. Okay. But, um, Miller Lite, Tier B. Uh, the flavor is good. I get real full off Miller Lights. I don't know sure. why. It's probably because it's not made with rice. I'm a big rice guy. <laughs> <laughs> or you I'm have going, a small stomach. One of the two, yeah. yeah. I might have an ulcer. I'm there going B. Yeah. B with it. Yeah, B. I have it, A. Okay. Um, but... I could agree with you guys. I mean, you guys are majority, so it'll go to but, B. Uh, explain to us yeah, why you yeah. have an A, because I've never seen you drink a Miller Lite, ever. Uh, because, well, I like Natty more, so on the A spectrum, Correct. it's yeah. not as high, right? Um, 
But when I compare it to a Coors light, a Bud light, a Bush light, it's above those all all for me. So that's pretty much my yeah. reasoning. I went through a Miller light phase. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think it's funny that all of us probably went through a certain beer phase. Like you think about the different phases. We all started with natties. Yeah. Because cheapest, mm. whatever. And now we're 30 years old and we're back to that same phase. Yeah. My Miller Lite <laughs> phase was that in between where, like, you're embarrassed to say, like, mm-hmm. you like natty and you still give a shit about what people think about you. And I'm like, well, I'll try something different. So yeah. I'll do Miller. And then I, now I'm like, Make fun of me all you want. Right. I'm dr- I'm smashing. Ass. Miller Lite was my tweener from Bud Light because that's what I was drinking before, and then I was like, okay, I'm off Bud Light. I need to go to something different. So I went Miller Lite, and then from there it was Bush Light. Mm. So Miller Lite was my tweener. Well, that was an awesome segment. Honestly, yeah. I want to do more stuff like this in the future. I think a seltzer seltzer would be fine. Yeah. Would be good, but I got to yeah. try more seltzers. I know and yeah, and sure. this is what to be honest with you, I think in the future the way to do this it might take a little bit more time. Uh but we could do it like ahead of the episode or something, but whatever the tier list is, I mean it's what 10 10 different things. Let's get all 10 of them. You can get tall boys of each of these things probably. You know what I mean? You can go to the store and get Bud Light, Bush Light, Bud Heavy, uh, Bud Ice, all those different ones, and we could just put them out yeah. and try yeah. them and then kind of rate from there. So we could do the same with the seltzers probably. I'm down. And Sean. And bring on, I think we need to bring on some outside sources, like a lot of the people who commented on our posts here, to get their opinions mm-hmm. like to actually have them blind taste it in front of us because I feel like a lot of people, especially with this tier list, would change. We should do the red solo cup. Yeah. Form I think there. that's the I best agree. way to do it. Yeah. Hard Mountain Dew just came out with a Baja Blast hard seltzer. Oh, jeez. <sighs> I never Sean's all over that. Blast, so what? I'm going to be off that. But oh, we man. went into, we talked about the Lucky's liquor pitcher Baja Blast. Oh, my. Yes. Sean God. did talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's next Enough level. said. It's next level for sure. So, that was awesome. Yeah, great segment. Looking forward to putting this up. Uh, I'll make sure I put a comment out on that post that everyone commented on. Make sure. Just make a new post. Well, I don't. I want them to if they're if they don't listen. Oh, you could just tag them. I want them, them right? to be like, "Hey, listen, we yeah. actually mentioned you guys and yeah. your hot takes." Let's bring so. these people on to have an argument. Yeah. I mean, for, Mi- Victor does live in Michigan, so mm. that pretty much says it all. We can get him on a Skype. I'm get all sure. of them on a yeah, Skype. Yeah, he actually grew up a Michigan fan, too. Ugh. So that sorry, explains his shitty taste yep. in beers. Poor guy. So sorry, Michigan, or sorry, Victor and Michigan for having <laughs> Victor. Both, yeah. Yeah. We haven't ta- I haven't talked to you in a while, but I love you, bud, but your beer sucks. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Uh, thanks for everyone to everyone for joining us one last time. Follow us on social media at Columbus underscore uncut. Uh, you can follow us or you can get to our website, our link tree. It'll be in the show notes. 
you've heard it twice already if you've listened this far. I'm not going to go over it all again. Um, We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see everyone next week. Peace. Thanks, guys.